Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 178 of the Pico Australia podcast. I am, as always, one of your hosts, Emilson, and joining me, we have my co-host, Anomaly. Hello. And this week, we are going to be talking about uh, more Mistweaver changes and other changes, Still but, you know... I like to highlight the fact that Mistweavers have gotten more changes in this patch cycle than they got in the entirety of BFA, Shadowlands, and honestly, Legion combined. Probably. it's pro- If you include Legion, it's close, but definitely Shadowlands and BFA combined, I would say. So. Yeah. Yeah, like, you know, excluding the, the Legion rework, which I consider to be pre-Legion because that happened during beta. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. So there's there's other changes. There's some trinket stuff and, and things like that. You know, we'll, we'll we'll talk about whether that that beacon to the beyond change makes it worth not using it. <laughs> yes. um, but uh, yeah, and then we're also going to be talking about BlizzCon predictions. We have a schedule, which gives us more information about oh, yeah. what's happening. Uh, and then schedule. we also have uh, there's the leaks that have been floating around. We'll maybe maybe touch on those a little bit. A little bit. Um, but yeah, uh, before all of that. And um, how was your raid week? Oh, it was quick. 40, 45 minutes, man. <laughs> we were in there, killed our three bosses, and out of there. We had um we only had we had sold a we had sold one Sark mount. So um so yeah, which was the only reason we were in there. And then we have one more sale this week, so which won't be too a little bit of gold in the guild bank. Um nice. but yeah, no, that's it's literally was like we we killed Sark and like basically they were like does anyone need anything from the rest of these bosses and someone was like i could use a bomb trinket and we're like well we're not <laughs> killing scarn so like no one else sees anything for their boss like we'll get you another trinket next is, year but is, like is bomb trinket like one of the ones that was nerfed i don't remember i didn't i to be fair i don't i don't actually remember the name of the bomb trinket i just know people Dragon call it the bomb trinket. okay um oh that's that's next year trinket nerfs where's this tier trinket nerfs i didn't see it actually on the list, it was just Beacon, the Essence, one of yeah, the OCE the call Essence, yeah. oh, sorry, OCE seconds. Dominance, uh, Rashox, and Beacon. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So they did not nerf Bomb Dispenser, which kind of sucks because it actually is really good and also very annoying to use. Yeah. Um, I have it anchored yeah. into Keg Smash, and it still manages to be annoying when it puts my Beacon on a 10 second cooldown right after it comes off of cooldown nice nice and you could avoid that by not macroing it into keg smash but then you have an extra button to push every 10 seconds and it sucks yeah not fun not fun but um <laughs> but yeah no it's uh yeah, it was a very quick raid we um we wiped once to Neltharian, i nice. think um or maybe that, that's we... a good that's a good nelth rekill right there only once yeah I, I forget was that a no that was a real wipe because typically we like wipe anyway just to get markers down but um yeah. But you know, yeah. So I only had one wipe, one shot Sark, which is amazing. Um, that boss can go one and two ways. With a buyer too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, to be fair, the buyer knew like they didn't just die off the bat. They like knew the oh, fight. It sounds yeah, not really helping. They like essentially it was like a tank that wanted the mount or oh, whatever. Okay. Um, not so, helping. Like, not helping at all. Just being <laughs> on the target for things. Um, but um, but yeah, no, they were uh, they were there. But yeah, no, it was a it was a, it was an easy raid week um then then quit like then we're done for the entire week um so we'll have one more sark kill this week uh we got one one buyer and then one old raider that uh like helped us out like 
like two or three weeks during the tier, just when we were really low on people over the summer. Um, yeah. So get get her her mount or her a mount. Um, but yeah, I think then we're we're done because we we don't rate. So we we already said we're not rating uh, the week of the seventh. Um, right. So when the patch comes out, so um, we won't rate that week at all. Um, so I'll just be like patch stuff and then then new content the week after that, the fourteenth. So getting yeah. close. Yeah, getting close. How was uh, uh, how was your week? Uh, it went well. We did not kill Sarker Nelf, and that was intentional. We like we had a sale for seven of nine, and um, so we were re- going to be rekilling seven, um, and we got our last Evoker Legendary last week. Actually, uh, oh, nice. nobody else needs an Evoker Legendary, so and like nobody's going to be using Sark Cloak on Prague. Nobody's going to be like we we have all our our beacons. Like nobody's the nobody else needs the Neltharian trinkets. We've got more Ash Canders, like I mentioned last week, more Ash Canders than we could use. Nice, nice. Um, and so there's just like a question: Do we want to do it? And like it, it basically came down to like nobody wanted to do Neltharian. Yeah. Um, like I would love enjoyed going back and doing Sarkarth again. I like that boss. I think Sarkarth is a really fun boss. Neltharian is just miserable. And it's like yeah. when all the weak orders and stuff work, it's fine. But when they don't, it just sucks. Yeah. And it's, yeah, Neltharian 2, at least for my guild, is like that final before the final phase. So I guess P2, like the final little area you're in, is yeah. always like, uh, we need a certain, we need certain people to get the debuffs in that phase. Or like, it's just not. <laughs> The best situation is the the nice way to describe. It. Yeah, like I don't, we don't, I don't think we have that problem, but we do have like um, the transition from the first to second area in phase two is just like our most frequent problem point. Oh, like, the we actually or like, two, two weeks ago, we yeah. had two pulls that night where somebody took the gateway early with the oh, heart no. and just like slaughtered the raid, and it's just like that hadn't happened in a while. Yeah, twice that night it happened. There's also just like the you get the um, raid AOE right after the move. We have cooldowns to cover that. You get the one after that. We also have cooldowns to cover that, but we're saving the really big ones for the ones in the final area. Yeah. And so like that one's a little bit dicey. And we like, you know, if things have gone wrong, people are, you know, on the back foot, people die there. Yeah. Yeah. We, um, we've nailed like we basically so wait i guess maybe in that that section for us everybody go to actually takes the port even the people with heart at that point and they just spread super quick yeah so like we have everybody in that area but yeah i mean that's that part's less sketchy now because we've on prog that was our most wiped to spot in that fight like we wiped yeah. more there than we wiped anywhere else was like that like 30 second window yeah so a lot of yeah, our guys and- are like drilled into like defense everything gets sent during that. yeah Basically. yeah that's our the actual like movement we I, like same for us used to be like the biggest problem point and it, yeah. we got that sorted out everybody again like like you said defensives yeah. defensives defensives um and gradually it shifted from that f- that first bit of the second section in phase yeah. two to being the second explosion really? yeah and that became like the problem point where we would just like lose people and sometimes it was weak or stuff like two people would get assigned to the same um not assigned to this but like they would go to the same spot right yeah they would cleave each other even if they lived with a another personal or just you know being a warlock yeah um 
then now they have two stacks of the dot and they're just ticking down too low to survive the next raid AoE. Yep. And so we lose them anyway, you know? And it's just like that spot became a problem, um, which is really frustrating. And then people with portals in phase three, that was actually a... Really? <laughs> I, I think in the I think in the future, if we get another fight like this, we're actually just gonna like not going to touch comp. Like that would be my <laughs> vote. Comp does not change. Yeah, once you start reaching we, there, we have like thing. we have one person or something that like we have one spot that we rotate people through, and everybody else, like the other nineteen, are just like. Oh yeah, no, I'm o- I'm always number nine, by the way. Which yeah. is like right under the boss. Which in like, like a, the first and second. A few one. people never had to switch spots. Like I never switched spots because the tank spot is also a, a critical thing for positioning the boss. So like yeah. my spot never changed, which was nice. I didn't need the map by the end. Um, but a lot of other people had their spots move around as we changed comp. And sometimes it's just like changing two people means that like, oh, we have an extra melee now. We don't really want to put them in the spot where they have to literally run to the edge of the room. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. But uh, yeah, so we we did the we did the first seven. It went super smoothly. We were in and out in ninety minutes. We had our cleanest Skarn kill ever. Oh, nice! Um, it was kind of crazy. It was one of those things where like we're thirty seconds from the kill, and somebody goes, "Is this going to be our cleanest kill ever?" And everybody is like, "Please shut up." <laughs> <laughs> shut up please for the love of god don't say a word don't don't jinx it yeah 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 uh, but yeah we had our cleanest scarring kill ever which on the one hand that fight still is a pain in the ass and on the other hand it was nice to be like okay we have this fight on lock <laughs> yeah it may be awesome. the last week of the tier for us but we've got it on lock which like half our raids gone we raid friday and sunday blisscon is on friday people are flying back on sunday uh next week so we have like a third of the raid including both tanks and multiple healers so they're going to be gone for next week's raid so we are not raiding next week nice 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 that's yeah that's fun yeah we are um we'll have we'll have like i said our final raids and then we're we're getting ready for 10 2 which will be which will be interesting it'll be fun um but cool maybe we'll get into a couple of uh a couple of the topics for today um yeah Couple of things. So before we get into the whole hot fixes and BlizzCon stuff, a couple of things came out this week that really aren't related to, we'll say like BlizzCon or, or you know the the changes in Ten Two. Um, so first up is Blizzard has, uh, like they do every year, uh, has announced their twelve month subscription offer. Uh, basically, if you prepay for twelve months of World of Warcraft, you get cool mounts from in both classic and in in retail. Um, so. Um, the what are the retail mounts is uh, some like moon owl thing um i don't know what's it what is it called the gleaming moon beast reigns so it's gleaming a gleaming moon beast reigns it looks yeah. like the uh like a if you mix the bear mounts with the what is the name of the night elf mounts the oh, i can't believe I'm sabers with yeah saber truths or saber or something some Night sort saber. of saber They're, that like you you mix like the armored lightsabers with a bear yeah and that that's that's what you're looking at here night yeah. saber plus bear or like an alkin and a bear yeah it's a little fat yeah but in any event it's a yeah. short little stubby fat mount with a bunch of stuff on it there's also uh, a big old hulk and murloc called yep. the ginormous gerlock that you can get in retail and then the wrath classic mount is like a red drake 
uh, like a misty red drake. So it's like the not the has like same similar like a shadow priest on a mount, but instead of being purple, it's more red. Um, so free mounts, and if you play WoW, or you think you're gonna play WoW for the next year, it's a good deal. It's the I think it's like a reduced monthly subscription price too. Yeah. It's like a hundred and what fifty ish dollars I want to say something like that somewhere in that range. I don't know the U.S. at least. I don't know what that is. Yeah. Each like you can go prepay like one month, six months, and twelve months, and like each yeah. tier reduces it by like a dollar a month. Yeah, so I think you're gonna play the game for a year. It's worth it. Plus, you get some free mounts. You also get the any of the either of the next two six month offers. Yeah. So like if you if they ever ever release another six month offer, you'll be eligible yeah. for that. So I'm trying to remember now if I am on if, still on the twelve month stuff. If I switch to six. Because I thought about switching at one point, and I don't remember. Uh, I am definitely on a year-long sub. Yeah. Well, sort of. I'm on a <laughs> lifetime subscription sub. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so there we go. Um, so yeah, so that was a so sub stuff, free mounts, free you know, well, not free, but if you continue to subscribe to the game, it's worth it. You get some cool mounts for that. Um, the other thing that came up this week is 10.2.5 was put up on the CDN. So um, on one of the encrypted vendor builds, 10.2.5 uh, was now was shown, um, which basically means we're getting at least a little mini patch after the start of season three, which I think was to be expected. But we'll see if this is the quote unquote faded patch or something else. Um, one important note, actually. Um this is not on the 2023 roadmap for uh, WoW. Mm-hmm. Every other patch was on the roadmap. So uh, my money would be on this patch coming out in January, the 10.2.5 patch coming out in January, which, you know, we're getting 10.2 in November. So that's not too surprising. That is around 10 weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a little bit slower than I think the other .5 patches have been, but uh, right around the same time frame. Yeah, plus you've got like holidays to contend with. So like you'll lose right, a week of Thanksgiving. Yeah, you use two weeks for Thanksgiving yeah. or for Christmas and New Year. So but yeah, no, I, I would agree like early next year we'll see 1025 and we'll see maybe at BlizzCon we'll see what's gonna be a part of it. At least a maybe a preview. Um I would assume like with the well, we can talk about this in the BlizzCon thing, but I am almost positive we'll get another roadmap at BlizzCon for twenty twenty four. Um that would not surprise me. I think that is probably the safest BlizzCon prediction you could possibly make. It's true. <laughs> I guess the, the 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 underlying maybe extra prediction is it just for retail, or do you think they add in the classic roadmap for twenty twenty four? Maybe, probably mm. not though. Probably not. I think just retail. Yeah, I would agree. Um, and then the other thing that happened this week was Blizzard put out the official patch notes for ten point two, uh, which are honestly some of the longest patch notes I remember reading through for a major 10.2 release particularly when you think about class changes because <laughs> like there are certain classes like i'm just sort of scrolling through them now rogue literally is like all three rogue other... got reworks yeah and and but like that is like a the amount of patch notes you'd expect in maybe in a 9.2 like set of class changes right like it's just yeah, tons of class changes throughout the entire thing. There's, of course, like the, the stuff on new items and, and the raid stuff, new dragon riding uh, glyphs coming out. Um, Look at all these misweaver changes. Yeah, tons of misweaver changes. There's PvP. The funny thing is, is 
the PP changes seem pretty light compared to like everything else. Like they're about as long as the rogue rework changes. I'll say, <laughs> which to be fair, a lot of the rogue rework changes, like there's they this whole bit could be summarized as like you have new talents. Your talent tree is different now. Yeah, same yeah. here. It's like your talent tree is different now. It's like here's what the new talents are, um, but like there's a lot of lines of text to say your talent tree has been rebuilt. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, and then of course they go over the UI stuff. I had forgotten about this cause I was skimming this earlier. Um, they, they updated the talent UI where if you take a point out of a yes. lower tier, it doesn't then automatically remove every point like below it. Um, so that's going to be a great quality of life change. If you need to literally shift like a middle tier talent from yeah, one I've to been, the other thing. I've used that on, on PTR. It's nice. Yeah. It is nice. Um, but yeah, official patch notes are out there. You can check them out, read about everything that is coming in. I don't know if these contain the hot fixes. I can double check real quick from this week. But I don't believe event, they do. There's there's some hot fixes that they announced as like not part of the main set of patch notes. Yeah. Yeah. So it looks like they're not in there. So uh, uh, or maybe no, actually they are. Weird. At least the Mistweaver ones. I don't know if there's other ones out there, but at least the Mistweaver yeah. class changes are in the official notes. Um but yeah, so um, so yeah, so official patch notes out there, um, and yeah, Mistweaver's got some changes in these notes. We want to talk about them real quick. Um, so some interesting ones. I think you'll see like damage increases to Blackout Kick and Tiger Palm and Spinning Crane Kick, which is awesome. Um, Feline Stop got a healing and damage increase um, to one hundred and fifty percent from a hundred, um, and then you get into the interesting changes. I'll say. Um, so the first one is, is that ancient teachings of the monastery now stacks up to four times. It was three. So you get an additional stack of ancient teachings, which means when you use blackout kick, you'll get an additional blackout kick, um, which really only, which really helps, um, the Chi G build for instance. Um, so that's going to be more healing while under Chi G, which is good. Um, and then I I haven't really looked at the math on this, but potentially, I mean, actually I lied. It's not going to be more useful. I was going to say something about RSK resets, not actually more useful for RSK resets Um, in the grand scheme of things. But yeah, so ancient teachings changes, which is an interesting one, but it'll help sort of your dungeon healing and and a little bit around like the using Feline Stomp, making that a little bit better um, because you'll get sort of the the cleave there. And then, um, and then, yeah, the, the Chi G piece. Um, And then we get to my favorite spell. We get some essence font changes. Um, so essence font now heals five targets was six, and its healing has been increased by forty percent. Um, so the five to the five targets to six is interesting because um, I think it still does eighteen bolts. The limited testing I did, I still th- I remember counting. I think it still does eighteen bolts. So there's a couple extra bolts that shoot out right at the end, and then um, the other thing with uh, essence font is the healing increase to forty percent doesn't matter right like i think <laughs> what they're what the de- developers note on this is like we aren't looking to heavily push essence font rotationally uh mm-hmm. in the guardians of the dream patch um, but its total healing output has farther fallen further behind than is comfortable and this may help with feline stomp's initial heal uh feel more impactful meaning that like the when feline stomp hits it is a chance to put essence font on targets basically that get hit by a friendly oh, targets hit by I your feline stomp uh, but yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, the problem now is like you don't like with with um with teachings of the monastery, the healing component, not ancient teachings, the buff. Um, 
you don't ever want to activate it with essence fox to waste so you, really you only ever take that spell when you're when you're using um feline stomp so yeah it's a uh, to me this is this is literally like the we're gonna kill like to me this reads just from a developer point of view like essence font's gone next patch like, I, I was gonna like s- it just say that like based on that note it's like listen we know you guys don't like essence font yeah it still has a load-bearing role in the spec so we're buffing it for now but we're not gonna say we like it yeah and it's also i mean this it doesn't materially change either of like either the raid builds or the mythic plus build right like you're not gonna all of a sudden start using essence font and raid again like you used to in shadowlands and stuff like yeah. that so which is funny to be fair because shadowlands you only really ever used essence font for uh getting more cooldown reduction for your vent here for your fallen order so it's like wasn't really used for healing back then either um but yeah, no, this is, uh, to me, uh, I mean, this Essence Font, yeah, it changed. It's read as, like, this spell is going away whenever the next, you know, expansion hits. Or it'll be heavily reworked, like, either way. But um, but yeah, um, it's an interesting, interesting set of, uh, interesting set of notes here. So damage increase is always nice. Um, and Feyline Stomp getting a little bit better uh, is good times for Mistweavers uh, in... Uh, particularly mythic plus because you don't really run feline stomp in in raids so there's also some some fun notes for some other healers as well as a tank that i want to just like briefly touch on sure uh, vengeance demon hunter had their aberus four set gutted <laughs> they so they're they're set like it's the number of souls that you consume like gives you bonuses and stuff they tripled the number of souls you need and then they cut the bonus that you get from it in half oh jesus um and like I really don't want you using that set bonus off. That set was maybe a contender for one of the best sets of all time. It basically let them have permanent fiery brand uptime and fiery brand is uh I think 40% DR is like the low end of fiery brand now. But I'm not sure if I'm mixing up PTR talents with retail talents. Um but like imagine if your set bonus just like took you from 12% 40 like 12% of the time you have 40% DR to 100% of the time you have 40% DR. That's a huge set bonus. Oh yeah. Um so yeah, that that it it needed a very significant nerf or they were going to continue using the four set next year. Um it is just like we're going to talk about Rashox later. It is just kind of like funny seeing these massive oh, swings yeah. at current tier items. Um and then they nerfed Holy Paladin again. Good. Good. Uh, Good. Another three percent off of their their overall healing. Yeah. And the blessing of sacrifice. Changed. That's actually relevant. Yeah, because yeah. we used uh, holy paladin blessing of sac because between blessing of sac and echoing blessings, you get like forty five percent, forty or forty five percent dr on people. Um, so we were using that as our external of choice for part of Sarkarath. Uh, after we, we after our sick. our uh, healy priest left. Uh, <laughs> left to to go join another guild we uh switched to holy paladin and they would bubble and sack and that's like still worse than guardian spirit yeah that's so funny guardians spirit's good gs is guardian good it's good guardian spirit's good um and yeah and i think the only i guess discipline and holy the the pre-specs got a couple of changes um looks more like fixes versus any sort of nerfs yeah. and things like that and then Resto Shaman, sorry, I was going to say Joe, Resto Shaman got a 
three percent healing. They, they took the three percent from the paladin and they put it on the on the on the shaman and they buffed the shaman force from this tier, which is a little bit confusing to me. But I mean, is I there... guess it's like a buff for the first couple of weeks of the patch before you get your new force set, but. Oh no, that is the new four set. Sorry, that's the Amdrasil. Oh, that's the Amdrasil. Oh yeah, I yeah. just can't read. Amdrasil, Amdr, Am, yeah, Amir it's the tree raid. What is going to be the shorting shortening of this raid? Is it tree. A eighty ADH tree? Oh, just tree. People are just yeah. calling it tree. I mean, that's. Is that I'm, trying to, I'm trying oh, to make it happen. I'm trying to make it happen. <laughs> so you should make it on the front page of of Warcraft logs. Just call it the tree. Uh, we don't have a lot of like abbreviations of raids on warcraft logs we just like use the name oh, that's true damn it all right um but yeah those are the those are the class changes so still seeing tweaks we'll probably still see tweaks up until like you know hopefully not through the seventh basically the seventh hopefully locks in classes for that week but we'll see yeah We'll see. Um, and then I, I don't think we're going to go through these in any real level of detail. Maybe we touch on one boss, but uh, they continue to make changes all across Mythic Plus. Um, buffs, nerfs, changes to things. Um, Defense of the Ancients continues to be, I think, the focal point um, for a lot of these changes with um, with a lot of like nerfs to the amount of damage and um, like the timings on things that happen. So... Um, so yeah, so tons of they put out. I think there was like three posts. I only put two of them in our notes, but like I think there was also another post that talked about mythic plus changes this week. So um, I think we talked a little about this week, last week. I mean, but um, it is the, the yeah. weeks of. It's funny. It is weird. And I, oh god, I had a joke. All right, I'll hold the joke until we talk about trinket tuning. But right. um, but um, but it's it's weird to see the these changes going in now versus like the night before the patch it felt like it feels like blizzard is a little a little ahead we'll say like a little on top of what they're doing so um which is i'm not gonna say surprising but you know not not the same as it typically is so yeah the um, the theme throughout these these notes is re damage reductions on abilities uh basically across the board there are a couple that had their damage buffed mm -hmm. um some of them, like there's some notes from Laha, Tears Radiant Barrier was buffed by 94%, but it had been previously nerfed so on PTR, so it's actually only about a 30% buff from where it is on live. Um, and then there's a bunch of other ones where they just like nerf things by 30%. Um, and I think some of that is likely to account for two things. One, scaling bugs on PTR. Um, a lot of the dungeons that have been done for mythic plus testing were done actually with incorrect scaling values so mm -hmm. things weren't doing the appropriate amount of damage and in some cases didn't have the appropriate amount of health either uh they were using se season two values for a lot of things for a long time um and then the other thing is people do these keys with no affixes yeah so like or maybe they pick like fortified or tyrannical right but they're not doing these these keys with like you know the three affixes that you would have in an actual plus 20 mm -hmm. so yeah i i think these these changes are likely just accommodating those two facts uh, yeah yeah mythic plus um, i mean i'm gonna do my I have to go back into mythic plus this tier i'm so not excited about that part 
there's one more like I don't see it in the notes actually. Uh, the Morky change. Oh yeah, that might have been the one I didn't add because it's like more mythic plus changes. <laughs> yeah. So the 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 Morky change, I, I'm not gonna find it and pull it up right now. Those of you that have done the fight recently may remember that there's this spot on Morky in um, in Dawn of the Infinite where the ads that you're supposed to trap spawn, but there are no traps. And basically what they did is they removed that. Oh, nice. Um, so now every time ads spawn, there are always traps available. Uh, and that's the gist of the change. Like, it's an overall timer change, but, like... The mechanics of it are basically that you will always have traps to use on the ads. Nice. Nice. That's good. That is good. Uh, just from a timing, yeah. Because that was the we were talking about that in the pre-show, like before we started. But that was the that's the one that was the one annoying part of that boss on live is there's like the second spawn of the ads. Um, there's no traps for like ten seconds or something. So, yeah. Um, definitely annoying. Um. All right, well let's let's move into I think it's still we're still on the tuning aspects of things, but this time we'll talk about items uh, versus classes. So um, they've been they've started, we'll say Blizzard has started to do tuning passes on trinkets and um, I guess they're calling them cantrips, but the the items with special on equip um, you know, I guess buffs or spells or things like that from from the tree raid. Um, yeah. so yeah. So doing a bunch of tuning passes, um, some of the trinkets, like some of the healing trinkets, you'll see some buffs to so the healing and the absorb, um, a nerf or two to some of the damage uh, dealing trinkets. Um, but yeah, so we're, we're seeing trinket tuning, which means like if you're looking for your best in slot list, you basically can wait for another two weeks, right? We'll, we'll expect to see trinket changes up until that point. Um, it's just nice that Blizzard's doing them now versus the Monday before the raid launches, um, which is... We may see that, that. You never know. That's true, but that is that is typically when we see <laughs> trinket changes. Yeah, so like uh, to give some like scope here, there's three posts, one of them about current Aberus trinkets, two about next year trinkets uh, from mm-hmm. both Mythic Plus and from Raid. In total, the number of items affected is like 15, which doesn't maybe sound like too many, but when you think about how many trinkets there are in a typical was, rate tier, it's a huge portion of them. Yeah, it's almost all, uh, I mean, it's almost all of them at that point. I mean, I know that I think all but two healer trinkets were touched, at least in the current, uh, sorry, the upcoming yeah. tier. So um, so the, the, um, the whole, like, we get people coming into peak pretty frequently, like, a month before the patch going what are our best trinkets next year and the answer is always you know well okay people like to passively aggressively respond with the eight ball but um <laughs> who, who knows who knows uh and this is why we're we're two weeks out from the tier and they're like these are big changes right nimue's yeah. unraveling spindle damage increased by 30 percent against immobilized targets was 50 percent does that matter? Probably not for raid, but it might for Mythic Plus, especially if you're a Frost Mage. Uh, you know, Blossom of a Mirtrasil, just straight up everything about it buffed by twenty percent. Cataclysmic Cigarette Brand, sixteen point five percent damage reduction. Gift of Ursine Vigor, damage increased by thirty seven point five percent, and the health regen was nerfed by eight and a half. Like these are these are very large changes. Oh that yeah, 
one of the the trinkets off of Firex, Firex Tainted Rage Heart, had the self damage uh, increased by fifty percent and the damage to enemies increased by thirty one percent. And these are all trinkets, by the way. Like, if you had asked me two weeks ago to give you, like, if the patch launched today, what trinkets would you be using? The answer would have been Dragonfire Bomb Dispenser and Beacon to the Beyond. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they, uh, yeah, they, the the trinkets as they were tuned, yeah, even even before this were were not very good even for healers. So, um, so yeah, so they've they've gone they've done a pass on these raid trinkets. They've also done a pass on the um, on the dungeon trinkets. Um, doesn't really make them, I think, any more useful at least from a misweaver point of view. But um, they did buff some of the dungeon trinkets. Um, so, yeah. I, I just can't help but so okay there's a couple of these that they they're two minute trinkets and they have them reset iron encounter and now that's nice yeah. not having to deal with that at the start of the patch um do you remember in in shadowlands did you have a resto druid that like hard farmed black rook hold for the uh the amalgam trinket yep yeah yep. yeah they buffed that trinket by 12 and a half percent yeah the and the the biggest problem with it though, and the only the reason only druids will use it is the trigger spells for every other healer are bad. Yeah, <laughs> like it's just they're not they're not good. But yeah, um, but yeah, no, they uh, yeah, druids will still use it since it's like a part of their rotation. And now it's even better for them. Even better, yeah, that'll be good. It's a good little change for them. Um, so yeah, so they buff some buffs or you know buff I think a couple of these trinkets that reduce them slightly, uh, which is cool from a dungeon point of view. Um, and then in the current tier, uh, they have nerfed the good trinkets, hopefully enough. So I maybe I'll take the easy one. We'll say Rashox. Right. Rashox got literally destroyed. It's a seventy percent. The mana store was reduced by seventy percent. The healing has been reduced by fifty percent, and the versatility buff that you give has reduced by twenty percent. The trinkets now just not going to be worth using. But the funny thing was, is it was more than likely going to be worth using uh, throughout the rest of the expansion if they didn't make this change. Um, yeah. It's, it's a very similar, it's funny, it's a very similar trinket to like some of the playing Wrath Classic. There's like a, a couple of trinkets, like there's a dungeon trinket that is still the best trinket that like Holy Paladins can use. Uh, and we're in the final phase of, of Wrath. So, um, and so yeah, so it's a. Uh, uh, yeah, it's a it's a good nerf to Rashox forces you to use some of the other trinkets. Kind of sucks about the fact that it had to be nerfed this much to not be viable. Um, it was, yeah, it was a very good trinket. That is very much like at the start of Abarus, right? Like it was such a it sucked like killing Rashok and not seeing any, and then you finally oh, yeah. like we had a we had a kill where we killed him and we got two, and it was like oh, finally done, finally yeah. done um yeah the other the other ones uh i'm gonna shuffle these around a little bit so ominous chromatic essence aka oce nerfed by five percent um i don't know that that matters in any way like it's such a what it's like a, a a nerf to make people think it's been nerfed like this is the league of legends tech right like you nerf yeah. something by by a nonsense small amount so that people go, oh, it's been nerfed. I should try other things, <laughs> because exactly. I don't, I don't actually think OCU is better than stuff next year. No, at least once now that they've buffed, like we like we talked about, now that they've buffed stuff by thirty percent. You know, yeah, yeah, but I don't he, think it's better. Even before that, I felt like yeah, it wasn't. It was close, but not yeah, like not yeah, a rock solid choice to be better than everything. So 
Yeah. Uh, then Neltharian's Call to Dominance. So this was the best trinket from Neltharian, right? This was the Warlock one, I believe, actually. And Monk that. one, actually. This was, I mean... Yeah, Warlock. This... <laughs> yeah, it was the Monk one, but let's be honest, it's the Warlock one. Yeah. 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 Uh, they cut the duration in half and cut the primary stack uh, that it gives in half. Like, well, they, they doubled just... the duration. They doubled oh, they the doubled the duration, my bad. They doubled the duration yeah. and cut but the primary stat in half. Yeah. So it's the same amount of average primary stat, but that does not matter for a Demo Warlock that wants it during their 10 seconds of Tyrant. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and this basically, again, this was another trinket that, like, as a Mistweaver Monk, we would have used, without these changes, Rashox and this trinket. Right. Um. Again, yeah, probably for the majority of the, the tier. So. And so this also affects Mistweaver, right? Because your whole, like, your one-minute Yulon ramp is, like, eight seconds long now, right? Exactly, yeah. So yeah. before basically what this change means is you get half as much of a benefit from it during your your Yulon ramp. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And the other the other half happens after when you no longer care. Exactly. Yeah. Um and then we get Beacons to the Beyond. Damage yes. reduced by eleven percent. What did it is it now is it is it bad now? Um this is this is I think you're still gonna beacon to the beyond will be the last trinket you replace i think i think like right now you will replace dragonfire bomb dispenser before you replace beacon um uh and some of that is actually just due to the practicalities of beacon right if you look at gnarl root gnarl root has a double damage phase you can beacon while he's taking 100 percent increased damage and it's just really hard for anything else to compete with that Um, like if you look at mythic gnarl root you get uh the intermission phases uh, they're the first ones at about a minute and a half in, and the the last ones at about four, or the third ones at about four and a half minutes. Mm-hmm. And so you can just beacon both of those, and basically like double the the value that you're getting from your trinket. And it is really difficult for anything else to compete with it when you are just doubling the damage that you get from the trinket. Yeah. And it's not the only place like Smolderon has a damage amp phase. Um, as well and so it, it, there's other things too like some some bosses have pri- priority ads and so you want to be like if you can just beacon an ad yeah. right um then that can really help deal with it in a way that like yeah other trinkets may do more overall damage but if you can do more priority damage that's generally going to be worth some trade-off so i think beacon will stick around for a while mm-hmm. um but like on farm you're probably not using beacon Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay, okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, at least from yeah, from a trinket point of view, Blizzard's trying their hardest to make current tier trinkets irrelevant, which I don't. I don't know if I particularly like. I mean, I get it, but it seems like an art. Eh, whatever, it's not a big deal. It's like an artificial way to push us forward into the new gear. And like my point, like is. just make, just make the new stuff better than the old stuff, like. Like learn how powerful these things are, like and and appropriately. I, I feel like trinkets have always been like this, and set bonuses too. I think to a lesser extent, but definitely trinkets where like they used to they used to not care. Not that they didn't care, but they used to not change things like this. They used to just leave it in place. And if you happen to use like a two tier old trinket, you use a two tier yeah. old trinket, right? Yeah. Um, but there seems to be this like mentality of always pushing everybody forward. So it is what it is. Um. All right. Well. Well, I guess we're I guess we're talking about BlizzCon the last twenty minutes here. 
So yeah, so Blizzard this week uh, posted the BlizzCon schedule uh, for BlizzCon. So BlizzCon is November 3rd and November 4th, which is this uh, Friday and Saturday. Um, so they did post a schedule. It it seems like a very, I don't know about you, my initial impressions, light schedule. Like I don't, I didn't, uh, what I did do is I just looked their announcements. I didn't look at the actual BlizzCon page if there was like more things there. <laughs> but like, I don't know where all the panels are. I don't know where, like, to me, it just seems like it's a bunch of, um, a bunch of just like canned presentations that they're going to give out. And like, that is it right on their major franchises. It doesn't seem like a typical BlizzCon, which like, like where's, where's the panel that tells me why sire denathrius lagged so much every instance like where's like the technical deep dive of that stuff because like those were always to me the most or like the art panel right like yeah dive into like what how hard it was to create the ducks that are in you know now uh, there there are some things so uh there's this has been kind of big news across the the wow sphere there's no live q a yeah uh, but you, you can everybody can submit questions that will be answered basically on stream uh, after the, after BlizzCon, um, and then uh, the same announcement does mention uh, all panels will be free to watch, uh, but there's no panels listed on the schedule. That which is why I'm thinking like this this schedule is literally like 11 a.m. open and ceremony, 1:30 WoW, 2:30 Overwatch, 3:30 WoW Classic, 4:30 Hearthstone, 5:30 Warcraft. Like, there's like, gotta be there's panels. only one. But there's no, I think there's only one stage, one cat. Essentially, it's one camera. So every hour you get like the next thing. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I, and I, BlizzCon normally has like, they have like the whole like each franchise has its own line in them and there's like panels happening across the yeah. different. Well, there's also like there's different wings of the, the conference hall for yeah. each franchise. It's, it's, it would seem weird. Like there's also things that we know aren't on here. Um, right like there's the the what are they calling it that comp competition oh is that's that the true. warcraft rumblings rumblings thing i don't know there's no that's i think that's actual warcraft rumble like the yeah the mobile game um oh that's true they're they're that is they don't have the guild clash or so there's the it. there's a day two schedule that does have it for wow only that's got the guild clash at 10 a.m arena finals at 12 30 the mythic plus showcase uh which is another like event at 2 p.m., uh, Mythic Dungeon Final at 4:30, Community Night, Raid Showcase, like, but those are all those aren't panels. They're like yeah. competitive events. It's it seems to me like just a bunch of announcements for like their major franchises, which is like cool. Like that's what you're doing, and this is the first in-person one, right? Since since COVID, correct? Yeah. They didn't they didn't have one. Yeah, like, okay, so like maybe it's. And maybe there's an entirely different team, like like not knowing how Blizzard structures, but maybe the people that put on the last BlizzCon in person are no longer there, and this is like a new team, right? New maybe set of people. Um, you or know, maybe could they also just be... don't want to release the panel schedule because it would give away the give away what's happening at Blizzard. With... But you would um, expect to see like Overwatch panels or something. Like, where's the where's the hero design panel for Overwatch, right? Yeah, where's the Heroes of the Storm panel? Because they just put a huge patch last week. The two interns working on that game, oh, getting overtime right now. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, well, they did put out. A, to be fair, there was a Hots patch, but it was just like bug fixes. Um, 
so yeah, so I don't know. It's a very weird, very weird schedule. I'll say, um, not a lot of detail in it. Um, other than of course, we'll see a what's next for wow and a what's next for wow classic. So like in essence, to me, that means like what's next for wow, like with no real rumblings of a 10.3, we almost, my, my, you know, I'm still at the camp that it's an 11. It's a new expansion announcement, 11.0 announcement and probably something to the effect of what's in 10.25, right? Like what are their, what are their, what's their bridge content to get us into the next expansion? Um, so yeah, so I think to me, that's, that's what comes out in that, whether it's the actual 130 panel or it's a part of the opening ceremony, um, there'll be something in there that talks about 11.0, um, which I think is yeah, all, all but confirmed. I mean, the leaks are hilarious. We can touch a little bit on them, but like a bunch of leaks come out. And to me, the funny part of all the leaks is not the leaks themselves. Very interesting, but it's the counter people who talk about why the leaks are fake. And yeah. so like, I, there was one that uh, people thought it looked very good. It was like a, it was like a screenshot of um, a website. And then also like sitting or a screenshot of a laptop that a website opened for the new expansion on the, on the keyboard of the, the laptop was a mobile screenshot of the same website. Right. Um, but they were like, people were deep diving, like the tree models are the same tree models they used in this expansion. And like the, when they did the Shadowlands announcement, they had all new tree models and it's like, love it i love that there are people with too much time on their hands on both sides of this, <laughs> this fight right like the people making this stuff and like the people that are like debunking it that um, was definitely the probably highest effort leak oh yeah that we've seen if it's fake highest effort leak if it's not fake i mean i guess it's not a high effort leak it's yeah the actual leak <laughs> yeah um but but, um, but yeah the uh the the big one is that one it's the it's the dwarf expansion and i i there's some amount of you know maybe there's some real leaks in there and maybe there's also just a bunch of people like want to collect karma on reddit and you know latched on to the most realistic looking leak that they could yeah yeah what do you i guess if you're if you're in agreement 11.0 gets announced what do you think the theme of it is like what like not i don't like not being big lore people i'm not going to ask you like what area but do you think it's a pirate themed expansion do you think it's this dwarf thing that came out like do you have any inklings of like what type of content might see 11.0 i think it's going to follow eridicron because we're assuming we're not yeah. fighting eridicron Mm-hmm. There's no ten. If there's no ten dot three, the Eridicron is going to be the Gul'dan. Um, so the the overall theme of the expansion, I mean, I don't know. It could be anything. In the same way that like nobody really predicted be our Legion at the start of mm-hmm. uh, or like midway through Wad, right? Yeah. But Gul'dan became the villain of Wad, and then became the the you know nine no not nine 7.2 boss right yeah um so i i kind of think that eridicron is gonna fill that role um which overall would point towards a void expansion even if it's like i i guess i don't think it's gonna be like monotone i don't think it's gonna be like only dwarves or yeah, yeah only pirates it's going to be void plus x and i don't know what the x is the x could be anything yeah. It could be like a return to Draenor and we do void stuff there and there's, you know, it's void, literally void versus light. We've got, like we got the hints of like the the order bits 
there yeah. from the Maghar intro. Um, so that could be the way that they go is like reintroducing that and we go back there and it's like light versus void on Draenor, old Draenor. Um, it could be literally anything, but I think it's in some way, I think it's got to tie in a Riddicron. I don't think they're going to let it become another sword. Gotcha. Yeah, they need to get rid of that sword. They need to get rid of that sword. I think it's going to be Void Pirates. So, um, I just want a boat and I want to travel hey, to some I mean, I want to travel space to some pirates, like ethereals, the ethereals. Like, oh, we can true. literally get space pirates. Oh, that'd be so dope. That'd be so like, dope. Yeah. Space yeah, pirates think... on Draenor. Space pirates at Draenor. There we go. Nice. What do, um, yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, I think it'd be, whatever the theme is, I think it, it'll it be, yeah, I, I would agree with you that it's going to follow Riddicron, like, through the next portal, whatever that ends up being, or just somewhere else on, on Azeroth, so. Yeah. Um, that makes sense. Um, yeah, so I think we'll definitely see, definitely see that, and I think we'll also get a, get sort of an, like I mentioned, like an intro to whatever 10.2.5 is, right? Like, I think, I guess in my mind, 10.2.5 becomes, like, the faded version here yeah where i think they do some some type of faded like maybe not the affix system again I but like i hope not <laughs> yeah but i think i think they do bring back the old raids buff some item level on them some things and like just let you mess around and maybe it's not yeah. like a kiss curse type thing it's only like a if you do the mechanic you get a buff if you don't do the mechanic you don't get a buff and it's like yeah. that type of thing right yeah that that would and be my hope if they if they do bring this back but i think we get some sort of faded thing. one interesting thing about that right if you think about the timeline of shadowlands when 9.2.5 came out and we went back to castle nathria mm -hmm. it had been like 18 months yeah since castle nathria released yeah um if we get 9.2.5 or 10.2.5 in like uh let's say february yeah, that's probably too soon. Maybe it's like, yeah, maybe like if it if it includes this sort of faded thing, it's probably like yeah. late late or, or maybe they shift the faded stuff back to like the ten dot the the ten dot two dot seven patch so they can do a ten dot two to five with with content that's not right. content. Uh, either way, it's going to be like maybe a year. Yeah, I mean, I guess it has to be more than a year because the expansion like we got. Vault of the Incarnates in December. So unless they're releasing it in December, it's going to be more than a year. But it's not going to be yeah. 18 months. It's not going to be yeah. almost two years since the release of the the previous, like the original release of the raid. So it's going to be a little bit more fresh. And I don't... It's going to be interesting. People still have pretty fresh fresh memories of things like Dathia. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, oh Dathia. yeah. Dathia and then the spider boss, too. Oh, my yeah. God, dude. Those fights. Yeah. Yeah, no. So, I mean, well, yeah, I think for me, it'd be, it would be cool. Like, I really like Faded. I like the Dinar system. Like, I know that was sort of an experiment for them. It was like, yeah, you know, like three people, basically, at the company put that together. But it'd be cool that if they do it again, just to sort of keep the content fresh or... Yeah, and maybe like for the because there wasn't really much for Mythic Plus. Maybe Mythic Plus is like every dungeon can be a Mythic Plus dungeon, right? I don't know if they're limited yeah. to just the eight, but um, yeah. I mean, we did get to do Mythic Plus season, and we got some old dungeons, right? That was where we switched. Oh, from, that's right. Yeah, that was the we test. switched yeah. from the Shadowlands dungeons to like all the mega dungeons plus uh, the fucking train. Yes, <laughs> the one I voted for. I love that one. Oh my god, I can't believe you voted for that. <laughs> 
It was I to be. You want to know a fun fact? I did that dungeon twice that season. That's it. Hey, that's high for you. That is true. That is true. That is true. I did my twenty four hundred. You order. don't have to grind for gear. That's high for you. That that is true. That is true. Um, but yeah, no, I definitely think yeah, I think some sort of faded in ten two five. Whether it's ten two five direct or ten two five seven or ten two seven. Yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah, that makes sense. Um, I think we talked about this earlier too, but we definitely see a roadmap for at least yeah retail wow yeah um, and we we also like when we get a new expansion yeah we see systems um like when we got the shadowlands announcement they announced anima power and we're very quick to rem- to say like we know it's abbreviated ap definitely not as right power yeah you know it was supposed to be but they pivoted uh and then with the, the you know the dragonfly announcement we got talent trees you yeah know, we got talent trees we got renown um what do you think the systems are going to be? What are the systems we're going to get? Yeah, no. So I think we get, honestly, I think we get another, it's not a new system, but I think they do some major overhauls to talent trees again, right? Okay. Like I think, I think that, cause they, they don't want talent trees to go away. So I don't, I don't necessarily think we get more points or more tiers. Cause I think that is what they wanted to, to stay away from. Um, but I think we get a rework to what's there um and actually to be fair honestly we shit i take that back we're gonna get five more points in each tree right because they'll they've said they want people to continue to level right they don't like the the no level expansion so sorry so yeah so i think we get maybe another another row of talents in each tree along with a sort of change to them so it's not really a new system um but i think we do that and then i don't know like system wise this is sort of like a wish list thing right because like for me, it would be interesting if they, I mean, everybody's going to say like, most people are like player housing, right? Like that would be cool. But I don't think we'll ever get that in WoW. Like we won't get a Final Fantasy style like housing plots and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't know system-wise. I mean, I think it's honestly just a, from the way they presented Dragonflight, I think it's going to be an extension of talent trees. Um, I think we get whatever the new dragon riding is. I think that system stays somehow. Yeah. Um, and then, oh God, I have no idea. I think I, so. Okay. To me, actually, here, actually, this might be so, so out of the blue. I think we get a rework on the event system, meaning like that the like public events out in the like, world, like the public events. Yeah, yeah. Because I think so. So to me, and this is just maybe it's my lack of wanting to engage with the game right now. But like those events, I have no idea. I don't know what the new events were. I don't know what the, there was some storm things happening. Mm-hmm. There was like, so I think to me, like if to me that content, I think in the next expansion becomes sort of starts to take over the daily and world quest system where like, instead of having world quests everywhere in a zone, you have an event occurring and that is where your dailies and your yeah. quote unquote world quests occur. That'd be my yeah. prediction. It's like an, an expansion on that system. I think, makes sense. I think that that sounds pretty reasonable. That's yeah. also like, uh final fantasy had in shadowbringers uh the was it shadowbringers yeah they like expanded their like fate event system mm-hmm. doing very similar things to what wow has now and i don't think they've evolved that further in the current expansion um, or announced anything for the next expansion but it's basically like you know there are events they give currency you can take the currency and use it to get things you actually have to grind really hard to get them but there are achievements tied to it so people do it yeah um 
Uh, so, and that's kind of like where WoW's current events are. Like you do events, they give you currency. Um, and that's, that's like the whole system. So I could see like sort of subsuming some of the, um, some of the world quest stuff. One of the things that I think is potentially kind of nice about that is kind of putting people into the same area where they're all like, you know, you go to, you go to Xerath Mortis and not like there's an event happening and you just know like or maybe there's two or three events happening and that's it right and you know if you go to one of those events there's going to be people there exactly yeah yeah make the world feel a little bit more alive around those things i think would be would be cool would be cool like an an extension yeah it's it's tough to yeah it's tough to think of like something brand new because i was also thinking about renowned and like reputations but i I feel like that continues. I feel like it's funny. Like a lot of the dragon fight yeah. stuff, I think just continues almost as is because it, I think it went well. Like I think renowned is a better reputation yeah. imp- implementation, right? I can say that like reputation has never been the thing that I cared about. Um, but yeah. I did like renowned was nice in that there was pretty much like I cared about the crafting rewards from it. Yeah. Um, and that's, I've cared about that for previous expansions too. But I always hated doing it. And Renown was a lot more like, oh, there's like, it's two levels to the next like crafting reward. So like I can work on that as opposed to like going from revered to exalted. Being a huge gap. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just having done that in like Ice Crown to grind the ring you get from rep, it's like, yeah, Yeah. it's a huge gap. And that's the other, I mean, Renown is also from, from my point of view, the way I play, it's nice to see things that i can then go and get like i can see the yeah. bar go up i can see like the next level hit yeah um but yeah no i think i think we i don't yeah it's funny i don't think we see a lot of changes to that type of stuff but i, I think almost that, oh, oh go ahead no, i was gonna say I, I, my biggest thing was just maybe the event system changing and like get yeah. rid of dailies and world quests and stuff like that so i have one this is going to be the the coldest take ever we're getting dragon riding in the old world just like okay i like that i like that. dragon dragon riding in the old world um and then um, I was going to say something about like replacing the class trees with something that's more like PVP talents, mm-hmm. but then I was thinking through it and it's like, one of the goals of the, the talent system is actually to give you something every time that you level up. And we're, if we're not decreasing the number of levels, they still need stuff to give you every time you level up. Um, and I don't think they want to like double the size of the, the spec tree. Yeah. So that kind of just forces you to have the class tree. So I do think that this going to be like you said, just more iterations on the class tree and spec tree. Yeah, system. or or okay, wild take. But I don't know if okay. you remember the Nether Netherlight Crucible. Yeah. Um, there was uh, was it Netherlight or what? I thought in one system we didn't get anything new on patch. We got to empower the item that was alright. Was that the essence thing? I, what I forget. There was something where like we they didn't add anything new, but you basically got to empower the item. You, that was you are thinking there. of Netherlight Crucible. Like you would yeah. get a you would get a um, relic. And there were yeah. no, new, no new powers on relics, but you would get a relic and you take it to the Netherlight Crucible. And it would have two other random powers that you could pick on it. Yeah. So and I'm so thinking you would get extra powers. Yeah. Maybe maybe the talents aren't there aren't new talents, but there are basically say five talent like you have five points that you can basically empower some sort of existing talent that's there that does maybe a new thing or like just has an additional thing to it right and you have to pick and choose you can't pick the best of everything so glyphs 
Sort of, sort of like glyphs, yeah. But yeah, I'm thinking more so like, like straightforward. <laughs> yeah, but I'm thinking maybe something a little without bit the more crafted component, granted. Yeah, or like even more straightforward of like now your revival heals for ten percent more if you empower it, right? Like just like yeah. a very like not a crazy change to what the spell does or what yeah. happens, but like rather than having a never expanding talent tree, it's like cool talent tree set at this, and then like the final five points are empower points, and you can put them in things to empower yeah. them, um, which might be cool. So. Yeah, um, I think it's more likely we just get an extra rose in the talent tree. Yeah, no, but, I so agree, but yeah. Because like we're talking five points. Uh, if it's five points, that's like an extra two to three rows in the talent tree. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it's, if it's you know, 10 points, then it's an extra, you know, four to five rows in the talent tree, which is adding rows. Like it's making it bigger. It's making it longer. Um, but it's not fundamentally changing anything. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I, what I, the only thing that I'll say is like, if they do that expand, like they're going to run into the same problem they ran into in the original talent trees, which is like, yeah. eventually they just get too big. Yeah. Um, and I, I think that, um, oh, I guess it would be five points, not 10 points because of the five fact and that five. two trees. Yeah. yeah five five and five. Um, I do think that they are much more willing, like they did level the, the, the level squish right yeah like i think that rather than abandoning a system that works well they will just level squishes again yeah i don't think that i don't think we see a level squish in 11.0 but maybe that to be yeah. fair maybe that's a 12.0 thing i think i don't think we hit triple digit levels again i think that's the bar i think yeah. we go to i think we go to 80 then we go to 90 then we go to 60 and we repeat yeah i would I, to be fair i think 80 even seems like the better number uh, for yeah. like a reset right like because that's but like, that's also association right you associate 80 with a good expansion i guess 90 was mop right like wad was yeah wasn't it or wad right. was 100 yeah 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 so that's i mean it's yeah. i think it's just in terms of like the way i look at it is like 60 was always the base game and so like jumping two makes yeah. sense and then going back right like yeah. basically have like your double your iteration on like two sets of basically similar things, and then you can reset yeah. everything right uh, back at sixty or fifty, whatever it is. Yeah. So, but yeah, um, any other crazy? I know we're a little bit over. Any other crazy um, predictions from your side? We didn't really get a chance to talk about classic, but I don't think that matters. We're sort of not focused no. too much on classic. But the There's only thing I'll really say on classic. The only thing I'll say on classic. So this is my bold prediction. Is number one, we're gonna get classic plus which is basically a retake on expanding the classic story, I think. I think that'll be okay. something that might be interesting. So essentially taking whatever 1.11 or 1.12 and going to 1.13, which is like not new raids, but new in-world story stuff. Because I think that's what makes classic good. I would I would actually not be surprised to see a, a alt classic expansion. Like, okay. That's like elementals. You know, there was the whole Hydraxian Water Lords versus the Fire Elementals thing yep. that kind of just went away. <laughs> yeah, it never really happened. Yeah. And and so we got like the, the Firelands in Cataclysm, but that was way later. But doing doing like a direct like, hey, we're going to take this plot thread from from Classic that didn't get delivered on and do a whole expansion about it. Yeah, that would I the only the only reason I'd hesitate on something like that is just the story divergence. So like if that. Yeah affects retail at all but yeah i mean they, they could see that i i was thinking more of like you know they they take like um like an in-world area like the the um the gates and like the east of wetlands 
where like right. it was a grim batol and like that yeah. they add some sort of content there even if it's not like yeah. a new dungeon or a new raid maybe yeah. it's just an outdoor like world thing so i think that's where classic is at its best is like the world content being good um but I, and i think the easy one is we get a cataclysm classic cat announcement yeah sometime next year you know it comes yeah. sometime next year so yeah but yeah um yeah uh, uh so. i i actually have i have one final prediction cool I have one All final right. prediction um, here. Here, here's it's a little bit of a spicy one i think that they will uh either in a panel maybe not in the main announcement but in a panel i think that they will announce a shift to keeping raid content current throughout an expansion like Ooh. in classic so you'll be able to do like you know in in wrath classic right now you can go and do next ramus and and Uldwar, and that's like a path to gearing up for icc yep. um and those raids are like you're basically doing normal mode kind of content but like keeping that as a path to gearing up where you know trying to make sure that like normal vault of the incarnates you can like roll and all and then you do normal vault and then you do normal avarice and then you're ready for normal tree raid right yeah and, and so interest do you think they use the crest system as a way to like because like that's what that's what keeps wrath classic current or wrath content current is there are badges there are a level of badges that drop on each one yeah. of those raids so like you can always get older items to like yeah, yeah. that would be i mean it would be cool i think the only way to me that the, not the only way but the way that that makes sense is if they disable mythic for those yeah old I, I think you would have to be like yeah. mythic would just like you could probably still do it but it wouldn't be upscaled it wouldn't drop new yeah. quality items it, it like they just i think that there's a bar i think mythic is too high and it becomes toxic and i think yeah. heroic is like on the edge where like you could kind of i think you could keep heroic around but like normal is like clearly you could keep normal around yeah exactly that, so. And that, that that makes it another way to gear. Yeah, to your point, gear up alts, right? You can do, yeah, yeah, yeah normal rates. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I mean, it would be cool. I mean, like, that's the same reason that, like, the last faded stuff was cool was we got to go back and, like, crush bosses. I mean, the affixes, yeah. certain ones sucked, and it was kind of annoying. But, like, with no affixes, going back to crush old bosses is still fun, like, with, like, on an alt or something like that. So a different role or a different class, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Awesome. No, I think that's, a, that's an, I'm, I'm, I'm down with that. So I could get behind that, so. Yeah. um well cool Sorry. uh yeah i was just gonna start the wrap up so yeah uh yeah we are a little bit over and i know we both have stuff to do today but um technical issues be technical issuing so true. that is going to be it for the show today thank you all for watching and or listening apologies again for the stream issues my internet sucks uh but this will be going up on youtube we have a local recording of the latter half of the episode so we'll get that up and the audio version actually should be fine yep so audio version should not have any issues but uh yeah that's gonna be it for the show today thank you all for watching and or listening and if you enjoyed it and you want to support it and the other work that we do over on the website over in the discords you can do that over at our patreon at patreon.com slash and of course come and join the discord it is the best place to bully anomaly for reasons that I will leave up to your imagination. Just just come hang out. Just talk to me. That's basically bullying at this point. He's <laughs> a very quiet guy. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but that's going to be it for the show today. Thank you all for listening, and we will see you next week. Bye.
拜。